afternoon, NachumSiegel.com listeners. You're listening to the Wednesday edition of a live lunch. I'm your host, Jesse Zweig, and we are back. Wow. Three weeks, DK? Three weeks, really? We are back in the Nachum Siegel Network Studios, Flatbush, accompanied by ZK, and uh, the Z-Report mascot, Shmuley, who is getting bigger by the day. He didn't, uh, didn't even recognize me. I haven't seen him in three weeks. We got an amazing a cappella show for you. That's right, a cappella. It's Rosh Chodesh, but I hold the first half. Well, technically, I'm in the business, so I don't really hold any half. But when I'm not listening to demos or, or, or stuff going on in the studio, I'm listening to a cappella from the first half. So that's from second day on Tiv Talag Omer. So we're going to play a cappella till then. We got some amazing a cappella this year. I mean, everybody thought it would be a quiet, quiet year, but it's it's it was it was amazing what happened. Uh, AKA Pella came out with, uh, AKA Pella presents 2012, the year in review, 613 Believe, uh, Sameach, Shab, uh, Acapella Treasury, Yontiv, then the Zmiris Choir's album, Koilis and Zmiris, Zmiris and Koilis, Barry Weber Fabring, Volume 2, Hasidim Zinc, Misharim, Volume 3, plus a slew of brand new singles released over the last couple of days, including singles from Gat Elbaz, Choni G, and more. Plus, of course, some giveaways. And I don't really think we have any concerts going on, but we will talk about the Great Parade, which I will attend again this year. It will take place in Crown Heights, starring Benny Friedman, YBC, Uncle Maishi, and more. And my kids are really looking forward to that. ZK, want to hear something interesting about the Great Parade? Two years ago when they had the first one, all the shirts were green. I think they were green. This year, shirts for men are one color, and shirts for women are a totally different color. So <laughs> I'm learning a little bit of tricks and stuff. Anyways, got a great show for you. The weather is beautiful. It's a balmy, what is it, 79 degrees outside now, ZK? Let's take a look. Yeah, something like that. It's in the, in the high 70s. 78 degrees. Uh, beautiful. Tomorrow going down to 53 and then to 58. But we, I don't care. Anything above 20 for me is good. Because Montreal over Pesach, it was cold. When we got back here, it was no better. But uh, we got lots to talk about later in the show. We're going to kick it off with brand new AKA Pella featuring the one and only Shlemy Kaufman, who I, I must say sounds phenomenal. I did not even recognize his voice in the lower part. Here is Yesh Tikva, a.k.a. Pella Style, off the brand new album 2012, The Year in Review. And you, my friends, are listening to the one and only Zirport Live, which airs on NachumSiegel.com, jamtheam.org, and is part of the NachumSiegel Network. <laughs> Shemichat, 
Just start to sing to the show. 
different walk With confidence in your stride When you think of Hashem's love And you know you're always on His mind There's a light you've got to shine A job no one else can do Hashem's given you the tools Now the rest comes down to you Cause Hashem loves you Yes, you're His greatest prize Oh, Hashem loves you He's always by your side You can see All that good you got inside It's up to you All you need is to decide Hashem loves you, Ari Goldwag, Sheves Haverim, off of Ari Goldwag's Acapella Soul, released just last year and previously released as a free single, available for download on mostlymusic.com. And of course, uh, Ari's brand new album, Set the Drop on Lagba Omer, and we spoke to him before Pesach, as well as premiered two tracks, we can't wait to play you guys some more. Top of hour number two, Ed Boyer to phone in. For those of you who don't know Ed Boyer, Ed Boyer is a phenomenal Acapella guru. That's right. He's won countless awards. He's been involved in countless productions. In uh, PEL, I'm just going to his website a second. <coughs> I spelled his. I spelled it wrong. There we go. Ed Boyer Acapella. That's the website. Um, first of all, Ed's been involved with 613 since day one. Then with AKA Pella. Then he mixed the Maccabees first, um, their first track, Candlelight, which went crazy. Here, let's look at this. Awards. Uh, Billboard. 14 for 100 singles, 14 Billboard Awards. And 9 Billboard Awards for 200 albums. RIAA, which is a uh, acapella thing. One gold album, one gold single. CARA Awards, which stands for Contemporary Acapella Recording Awards, 127 nominations and 74 awards. Uh, Best of College Acapella Boca Awards, he has 25. And Sing, he has 21, which is phenomenal. Ed, of course, is not Jewish, which is great for us to be able to talk to him, to see what he thinks about acapella as a whole, Jewish acapella, Jewish music. And we're going to get all that again on top of our number two. Next up, the single dropped earlier this week. It is from Brazilian-born Micha Gamerman, who is a, who is a Rebbe and one of the only Moyles in Brazil. 
That's right. He's in, he lives in Brazil. He just released his debut album in Israel a few weeks ago. We've played for you uh, tracks. The debut album is called Kesher Shel Kayama. The tracks we played you previously were Shalom Aleichem, Solachti, Gilorina, which of course is Gummy Bear. Uh, and there is a, a Gilorina version on AKA Pella's album. You can check that out later. Two versions, actually. But uh, David Fadida ensures me that Micha Gamerman's debut album, Kesha Shal Kayama, will be in the United States starting Lag Baomer. So we're looking forward to that. But he dropped a single for the song entitled Tfila. Great song. I happen to love it. Uh was composed by Yitzi Be- the team of Yitzi Berry and Ellie Cohn. Um, and they did this a cappella version of it. These are the words. You have to think about what you're saying. You can't just pray. Prayer without thought. Is like a body without a soul. Great song. Without further ado, the world premiere. Micha Gamerman. Tvila Shok. Tvila. On the one and only. NachamSiegel.com.
Featuring ABD, the Olenu single, first released as a free download on TrueShinsights.com, and then included on Yoni's album. Yoni Stern, the self-debuted album. Shmuley liked that one so much, he's singing with it. Come on, Shmuley, louder. Ah! Now he's quiet. So we got some prizes to give out. So if you, one of our faithful listeners, would like to win a brand new copy of A.K.A. Pella's brand new album, 2012, the year in review. Please send Avrami an email, win, W-I-N, at NachumSiegel.com. Win, W-I-N, at NachumSiegel.com. Emailer number 18 will win a copy of AKA Pella Presents, 2012, the year in review. We are now sending Avrami an email to let him know. Contest 1, A-K-A Pella. Winner number... 18. Um, okay, so here's the star. We have a lot of faithful listeners, and uh, many of you have known me from uh, the Jewish Entertainment Magazine, or from the JM365 calendars, or from the Z Report, or the videos, or everything else. I'm working on a new project. <clears throat> I am working on a new project. I can't tell you a lot about it, but I am looking for some writers. Um, it's going to be a new web entity. 
so if you would like to write something about music, or if you would like to be published, I guess, published online is still publishing, or you have some ideas that you'd like to share with me about what you think people are looking for, what kind of things, uh, articles or contests you think people would like, send me an email. Zweig, Z-W-E-I-G at NachumSiegel.com. Zweig, Z-W-E-I-G at NachumSiegel.com. And uh, we will be in touch. We always respond to emails. Next up, it is brand new from 613 after a new album, Believe. It is an original song, and this is what I love about Mike Boxer. He has some great original material on every album. They're not just songs taken from other people or redone. And this surprised me because they had some English and some Hebrew, but this one's entitled Miha Ish. It talks about uh, people who refrain from Lashon Hara. It has both English and Hebrew lyrics, a great Mike Boxer original composition, off the brand new Volume 5 Believe 613 album. And you can hear it right now, right here, on the one and only Nachum Siegel Network.
And that was Ani Mamim off of DEG Studios, A Kumsitz in the Rain. Great album that was released, uh, I believe, a year or two ago. And that Ani Mamim is actually from Yosef Eisenstark off the album Sha'arim. It happens to be a great song, and I know a favorite of a guy named Jonathan Schlagbaum. Who's, who, who, for, some people really picked up on, the, on this album Sha'arim, and some people didn't, but, you know... Whether or not the voices were all there, the songs were definitely there, and that's one great one. Next up, it's a it's a, a it's a brand new album from a brand new choir. Well, they're not brand new; they've been around for two or three years, and they've performed Avram Fried several times, including this past Cholamayid Matzah Shabbos by the uh, Keep Climbing Tour, featuring Avramel Benny Friedman, Simcha Lion, and Yerli Greenfield. I'm talking about Zmiris Choir with their brand new album, Koilis im Zmiris, Zmiris im Koilis. Great album by a good friend of mine, Yerli Polchek. He did a phenomenal job. And here's what I like about a lot of these albums, especially this one. This and Barry Weber and Mishirim, they're all kind of Hasidic albums, but they each had such different song selections. Mishirim took stuff that's really hot today. Barry took a mixture of some old and new, but but Yerli here, but for Zmiris, it's a lot of stuff that wo- that went well, but people didn't know about. You know, like um, uh, what's the guy's name that Yossi Green's working with now? From Eretz Yisrael, I can't remember his name, but he took songs from there. Chaim Yisrael, stuff that you're not familiar with. Avrami Flam, and of course some great MBD and Av- Av- MBD and Avremel hits. And of course, he has Ellie Bear on the album with Biurachamecha. That's the last track on the album. It's a, it's a great album, non-depressing, very different style of acapella. I would say go to your nearest store and buy it today. Again, Zmir's Choir, Carlos and Zmir's, Zmir's and Carlos. We're playing a set now, starting off with Viashmienu, Viashmienu, Birachamov. And you, my friends, are listening to the one, the only, NachamSiegel.com. Yes, 
was Achenu from Kol Zimra off of Kol Zimra sings the songs of A.B. Rottenberg and that song featured I believe Yehuda as well next up it's brand new a cappella from Naftali Schnitzler presented presented by Naftali Schnitzler featuring Barry Weber and choir by Moshe Krause who Moshe's phenomenal uh, I'd like to thank Moshe for dropping off some CDs for me yesterday um, it's amazing what Moshe can do with these choirs. I mean, you don't really... He, he does a lot of choir for a lot of albums, and they're underrated, you know, a lot of the choirs, because there's music and you're focusing on the artist. But on a cappella albums like this and the Mishoram Choir album, you, you f- can focus solely on the choir, and you really get another feeling for it. This double album, it's two discs. Each disc has 26 tracks produced and arranged by Naftali Schnitzel. One... CD is a cappella, and one CD is music, just like they did with last time. Of course, the album is called Fabreng Volume 2. It's available for download on topjewishmusic.com. Um, and they have, it's, it's just amazing. Cutting edge arrangements, breathtaking, beautiful harmonies, unique, unique polished sound that is nothing short of outstanding. Fabreng Volume 2, led by Barry Weber, has become one of the most sought-after choirs in the Jewish music business. Having accompanied Jewish music superstars and having performed at countless concerts, shows, and simchas, dinners, and events, Barry Weber consistently delivers an exquisite music symphony that will that with each and every performance. So the album is available on topjewishmusic.com for purchase and download. I believe it's available on Nach, on uh, mostlymusic.com as well. And we're going to play you one of my favorite songs. This is a Yehuda Green song, a classic, Hashivenu. Again, this is Hashivenu off of Barry Weber for Brain Volume 2. And you are listening to the Nachum Siegel Network.
Mazamrim and with us via telephone should be the one and only I don't even know how to introduce this guy I mean what he did to the world of acapella is is, is something else let me just give you a, a, a little bit about him in awards he has 400, 14 hot 400 singles on billboard 9 billboard 200 albums RIAA awards he has 1 gold album 1 gold single Kara awards otherwise known as Contemporary Acapella Recording Awards. He has 127 nominations. 127 nominations. He, people can't understand what that means. 71 awards. Uh, Best of College Acapella Boca Awards. He has 25 selections. Sing Awards. He has 21 selections. He's worked on acapella for the last, I don't even know how long. Uh, recently, he worked on the Pitch Perfect movie, uh, or the soundtrack, rather. Uh, he's been working with Glee, the sing-off, Many other venues of acapella, but to our world, he's known as the guy who comes up with these crazy arrangements for AK Appella, 613 and more. It is my esteemed pleasure to welcome to the program the one and only Ed Boyer. Hello. 
Good morning, Ed. Hi, how you doing? So, uh, f- have you been in the studio since like four o'clock in the morning, or you, or? You <laughs> uh, well, we have a little two-year-old. He gets us up around six, so it's not too long after that that I uh, start working. Not bad, not bad. So, I mean, the first question that comes to mind is that um, when you hear some of these arrangements on, let's say, an AKA Pella album, right? You did a lot of arrangements on the new one, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, they sound when you hear when you hear the sound, you're, you, people are wondering if is it possible to recreate a sound that you hear on a recorded a cappella track live? Uh, I, the answer to that is to an extent. Um, for those tracks in particular, mm-hmm. the general answer is no. Um, but I think the idea is not to fool anyone into believing that you could. Um, I think it's it's a pretty straightforward, you know, it's saying, here's what the voice can do when you have the benefit of all the tricks of the studio uh, and that sort of thing. So I don't, I don't think the, the goal uh, ever was to sort of make people think you can get up on stage and just produce that sound. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's go back a little further. You've been working on Jewish acapella, I would say, for seven or eight years now, right? Yeah, I think so. About maybe close to uh, a decade, although it sort of ramped up. It wasn't really something that um, started all at once, but I think maybe um, Mike Boxer used me for a few things back in maybe 2005, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, Mike Boxer gives you a call. Does he, does he say anything about Jew, being Jewish or just, uh, hi, Ed, I heard about your work, I'm working on an album, and want to know if I can help you? Uh, well, I think the the first time he and I crossed paths were with uh, one of his groups that didn't happen to be Jewish, mm-hmm. um, one of his college groups, and then it sort of branched out from there, but I honestly don't remember whether mm-hmm. he said, you know, it was, it was for a, a Jewish group in particular or not. Um, usually when you're, you know, when you're talking with uh, other musicians, the conversation is, you know, 99% just about the music. music so right, yeah. The other stuff's sort of an afterthought. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, what was going through Ed Boyer's mind when, when you know, Mike Boxer, the truth is they're mostly, you know, his compositions. He, uses, he doesn't use a lot of, of, of other people's compositions, but when a guy like C.D. Eichler comes to you and says, Ed, I got these secular intros I want to use, and I got these Jewish tracks. So Ed has to really listen to the Jewish track in order to figure out how to do arrangements for it. So when Ed's listening to this Jewish track, what's going through his mind? Is it just like, well, I don't really like this stuff, but you know, it's a paid job, I got to get it done, or is he like, well, some of this stuff is actually pretty cool, you know? I don't understand what they're saying. Well, I mean, it's all it's all song to song, you know. It's you know, some people will say as a blanket statement, I don't like country music or, you know, I, I love Calypso or whatever it is. For right. me, it's, it's more song to song. Uh, sometimes I'll get a track and I'm really into it. Sometimes I get it and I'm ready to be done with it. You know, usually it's someplace in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm the type of person who, even when I'm listening to, you know, an American song that's in English, I'm just not lyrically oriented, so I, I could work on a on an American pop song for three hours and not even realize what it was about. 
So, just because of how my brain works. So how, how, even, how does your brain work, Ed? I just, I, I've never really been about, um, about lyrics. You know, my wife and I will drive in the car and she'll start singing along to a song and she'll remember every single word from a song she heard once when she was 15. And I, you know, I couldn't tell you what a song I worked about yesterday was about. Um, so that's just that's just me. Sometimes I will have to ask what a song is about if I feel that there's some reason it would um, affect how it was mixed or arranged or something like that. Or if I, you know, or sometimes I'll just ask what you know the overall sentiment of a song is or the purpose of a song. Right, because you want to give it a certain feeling, you know, I guess. Exactly, but but as far as like, um, you know having any trouble because you don't know what one word to the next word means, that that, that never really affected me too much. Um, and usually, usually you can tell from the music itself what the sentiment of a song is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, it's, it's definitely an interesting topic, I guess. Right. Um, when you, like, how do you do arrangements, Ed? Do you first listen to a music track and then try to recreate instrument pieces? Or do you just listen to a music track and get the basic melody and then, like, wipe the slate clean and, and just build from the melody yourself? Uh, it kind of depends on the material and, and um, what group it's for, that sort of thing. Sometimes um, the idea is to emulate something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the idea is to do a completely new take on something. So it, it really all sort of depends on the vision of the whole thing, which usually comes from, you know, whoever's running the group. Um, they sort of tell me what their ideas are, what their vision is, and I, I try to to match that for them. And a lot of the projects I worked on, the arrangements are already done too. So um, it's, you know, song to song, it, it can be totally different. Um, it says here on your website you do arrangements, production, recording, editing, and mixing, right? Yeah. Which out of those five is, you know, your favorite thing to do? Uh, I do a lot of mixing. Um, editing can be tedious, you know, that's sort of the most, like, data entry of any, you know, facets of what I do, where you're just sort of clicking the mouse, looking at a screen, and trying to get through it. Listening to the same um, vocal again and again, hearing where it cra- scratches or goes off or whatnot. Exactly. Um, production is, is fun, but I find that you can only you can only produce so much because you have to um, you have to really sort of be creatively and emotionally invested into a project to be a good producer. Mm-hmm. And I find if I do too many projects as a producer, I, I sort of spread myself thin, but Mixing is sort of a good balance between uh, getting to be creative and getting to work in bulk without um, sort of diluting, you, you know, the energy you can bring to a project. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you a question then. Uh, so arrangements are being done, production is done, recording is done, editing is done, and it comes to you. Mm-hmm. How much control does mixing have in the final sound of the song? Um can have a lot if you want it to. Um, but mixing again, is, it's sort of, is about bringing up different layers of vocals in this, within the song, right? 
Yeah, and it could be as simple as, you know, we have four singers and we want you to balance them. Mm -hmm. Or it can be as complicated as, you know, we want to take these uh, four singers and turn them into a sound that uh, sounds totally different. Or we want the song to sound like it's in this giant space. Or we want um, things to be moving all over the place. It's really just, you know, it can be anything from a sort of transparent, um, you know, gentle shaping of the song to sort of a, a sonic overhaul of the song. Again, depending on what people are looking for and uh, what you want the listener to take from it, really. Right. Now, being involved with uh, Glee, you know, and, and other shows and Pitch Perfect, uh, you've probably been involved in some production of a music song as well, not just a cappella, correct? Uh, for all those movies and shows, actually, I've been involved in acapella numbers uh, almost exclusively. Oh, wow. No, my, that's, sort of, that's sort of how I got involved with those shows. Right. I know my question would be, have you ever been involved in a, in a production of, with music, too, or has or is only your work been with acapella? I'd say maybe 5% of what I do will be instrumental. Okay. The reason I'm asking is there's a follow-up question. Uh, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter and Facebook, at least in the Jewish markets, uh, regarding whether a cappella albums should be the same price as music albums because uh, a lot of people are saving money, A, on songs because, you know, they're they're redoing other songs, and B, uh, there's no instruments being recorded. Uh, you know, there, of course, on the other side of the fence, there's there's people that actually have to make a cappella arrangements, and then there are those voices that have to go in in place of instruments. But do you do you feel that a cappella album should be the same price as a music album? I mean, I, I think for me, the idea of putting an arbitrary price on something like that is kind of absurd to begin with. But if you had to break it down economically. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> The idea that acapella is is cheap to make is, is uh, a pretty strong misconception. Um, for example, you, you know, if you're looking at, you know, this isn't the exact same situation, but if you're looking at uh, the TV or movie world, um, singers get paid exponentially more than instrumentalists. So if you're recording something with a band, you could have four people come in pay them each a few hundred bo- uh, a few hundred dollars, and then you're done paying them. Whereas if you have 15 singers, you have that many more people, they're all getting paid uh, more than you would pay an instrumentalist because they're all SAG union. And then every time you play or uh, show that song on air, you have to pay royalties to each singer as though they were an actor. So, um, like I said, it's a, di- a little different scenario, but... Uh, the economics of it, if you break it down, acapella is not cheap. No, but I mean, this is why, you know, I'm happy I have you on. I, I'm I'm not saying either way. I just, you know, I want our listeners to understand. Sure. You know, I'm not involved in production for acapella. We play, right. the, we, play, we play the music, and that's it. But for a guy like you, who knows what goes into an album, and, you know, you know that uh, guys like Mike Boxer and C.D. Eichler and, and Maccabees, you know, when they're working on a track, they can be, they can be pulling all-nighters for weeks just for one track because there's so many different levels of vocals on a track. Right. And another, I think another thing people, uh, you know, don't factor in is if you're playing uh, 
something on a, a keyboard that's driving a synthesizer or something, it, you're t- you're, everything is already in tune. You just have to play it right, and the instrument will produce all the pitches in tune. Right. With acapella, every single note that's sung by every single person either has to be recorded over and over and over until they get it in tune, or it has to be um, made to be in tune you right. know, yeah. after the fact. And that's hugely time-consuming. Right, right. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at your website. It says you graduated from Tufts University and uh, the New England Conservatory of Music. Uh, do you feel that the New England Conservatory of Music uh, gave you, I guess, or, or helped you tweak this gift that enabled you to get to the level that you are today? Or is it just, you know, it was a music school where I learned, you know, the styles and different things. And, and from there, you know, it was basically working on projects and getting better as, I, as you worked on it. Um, I w- it definitely did help me. I wouldn't say, um, uh, I wouldn't say it made me who I am. Uh, it's it's a very conservatory education there, so you're it's really sort of um, you're studying very intensely things that happened decades or centuries ago, and getting very good at those things. But it it um, it certainly didn't pertain to um, anything technical with recording or anything like that, and it also sometimes was a little. Um, removed from the real world sort of day-to-day uh, music happenings. So you're saying it's I learned, it was more theory? Well, it, it, not just theory, it's very theoretical. You're sort of, you're in this institution with all these other uh, musicians and you're sort of making music for each other and um, studying people who make music, but there's very little um, going out into the world and actually... Uh, making music or producing music in a very tangible uh, way. And that's that's kind of the point of, of um, you know, that level of your education is to sort of look at the theory. But I think there are other things in my life that prepared me as much or more because they were more um, concrete, you know, Hands going on. out with it. Well, like, um, you know, like singing with with an acapella group at Tufts, even though it's not as high of a level training-wise, like, you're going out and you're doing concerts for for folks and singing for people and making CDs and selling CDs, and it's more of an, uh, you know, it's more of a tangible experience. You need need experience and hands-on, I guess that's what I mean. Are you still singing with the bubs or not? No, no, no. So they're they're, um, always an undergraduate group. So when you graduate, um, that's the that's the last you sing there, <laughs> except for the occasional reunion and things. Right. Okay. Now this is the, look. This is all very interesting. This is what people want to know. How do you differentiate when you're working on simultaneously, aka Pillow Six Thirteen and let's say a Maccabees track? Are they totally different, each one in its own case, or? Yeah, I mean they're uh, they're three totally different contexts. Um, a college group, uh, a professional group, and one group that's not even uh, a performing group. They're just sort of more of a studio group. Studio group, group right. So they're all sort of um, aiming for different things. They all have, you know, different goals for their album and therefore goals for their sound. So it's, it's 
not even something you really have to think about. It just sort of naturally happens this way or naturally happens that way. Um, and they're all pretty clear about what they want, too, which... Um, I guess that's, that's good in the customer. You probably want that. Yeah, for sure. Um, with, with all these awards, I mean, do you have room in your studio for musical equipment as well? Well, most of the awards um, uh, aren't actual physical awards, but um, they're nice to have. You know, I, I, I don't think I ever create music with the purpose of, of gaining those, but it's like any business where you have to sort of say... But also, I would, I would think it's nice to be recognized, you know, for your talent as well. For sure. And, and a lot of those awards are given by other people who do the same thing. So it's nice to be recognized, you know, by other you know, people, people in your world and people who, who get the whole thing. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Um, so, Ed, you're pretty much open to business to anybody that wants to get business, correct? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ed's site is Ed Boyer Acapella, E-D-B-O-Y-E-R-A-C-A-P-P-E-L-L-A dot com. Uh, he's available mixing, editing, recording, production. Um, before we let you go, I, I just want to know, you know, how did you get started with the sing-off, which happens to be one of my all-time favorite shows because there is no music there. It's all live. And even the people that, that you know, don't get crowned, you know they're going on to great... Uh, great great music um i was uh pulled in by a guy named deep sharon who um was brought on board by the producers and he sort of assembled a, a small team of um you know people who had a lot of experience with acapella and um yeah just to sort of be the the music staff and interface with the singers interface with the audio people and just sort of bring the acapella perspective to the show. But is, is, is that working, is that, was that experience different for you than working in a studio on, what, you know, your previous stuff? Meaning having to, I guess you work with them backstage on the show and their arrangements and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, <clears throat> it's different. It, it was as similar to, you know, my experiences with directing um, and arranging as it was with anything having to do with the studio and recording and stuff. But, um, but it was, but it was pretty. Um, it was a pretty natural fit. It wasn't too crazy jumping into that world. And I guess that was a stepping stone for Glee, and Glee was a stepping stone for uh, Pitch Perfect. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, sort of in a roundabout way. But it all there, there was definitely a synergy to all those things happening in a short period of time. All right. Uh, just one last question before we let you go, because I know you got to get back to working on that album. Um, Mike Tompkins. You you guys work together on Pitch Perfect, right? No, he he only did um he did a promo thing. Oh, just a promo video. Huh. The movie afterwards, and that was like you know like a half a year or something after shooting, so it was really kind of a non-overlapping thing. And I just wanted to know what you thought of you know him as far as acapella, because you know he's releasing these singles and videos, and they, they get a crazy amount of hitage. I mean, uh, even the Maccabees single, you know, which, which which also had millions of hits, which you created, or you, I think, mixed, uh, was based on his arrangement. So, I mean, what do you think of him as an arranger? Yeah, I think he, I think um, the, the place where he really excels is, is making things um, really appeal to just, uh, you know, the, the mass sort of YouTube audience. A lot of people make really... Good, really interesting acapella, but that's only 
you know, only interesting to a small number of people. He has a way of uh, creating something that um, really appeals to a lot of people, and I think that's his, his specialty. Ed, I want to thank you again. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And we're looking forward to your next projects, be them uh, Jewish or non-Jewish. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, Ed. Thanks. That was... Ed Boyer, and we're going to play for you right now. Row Bunnam from the Maccabees, and you're listening to the one and only Nakam Siegel Network. Shavane Yisrael, Lechad Hashirah, Mizmcha Rabba, Via Mera Chula, Shavane Yisrael, Lechad Hashirah, Mizmcha Rabba, Via Mera Chula, Shavane Yisrael, Lechad Hashirah.
Matens Schabes Middes. Ei, wie windelig in Schein. Jedes Wort in jeder Tenier. Gewähn ist Mullechein. Dem Taten Schabes Middes. Mit alle Brüder gesingen in Chor. Boruch Hashem, es zieht sich weiter. Mit Eineklach von Dor zu Dor. Dem Taten Schabes Miris, als ich sie dich himmlisch reich, aber ich esse gewähne Größe, für alle jeden gleich, da singt mit dir zusammen, ist mir das, was mir bringen du, mir hoffen, es wird bringen, dass ihm geht, zum Tappen in Neulomabu. Wenn der Tate hat gesingen, Dies mir ist für Der Tisch, die Wind, die Stieb, die Ganze, ist mit Kiddische Schabes geworden fu. Dem Taten Schabes mir ist, wie wildelig in Schein, jedes Wort in Schnee, gewähn ist
By Israel Werdiger off the album Idelakel. This is a free single released just two days ago. It's available for download for free. Moslemusic.com. Uh, composed by Pinky Weber. Enjoy this song with choir engines by Moishi Kraus. Made special free for the three weeks and Sphera. I'd like to thank Ed Boyer again for coming on. It was a great interview. Got some really cool information over there. Uh, congratulations to Dr. Mark, who won the AKA Pella giveaway. Wow. Good job, Dr. Mark. Uh, we're going to do our second contest now. So if you would like to win a copy of Zmiris' debut album, Zmiris Choir, Koyleis from Zmiris, Zmiris from Koyleis, winner is email 10. Please send Vromi uh, an email, win, W-I-N, and nachofsegal.com. Next up, it's Little David, a.k.a. Fighting the Man, which was a Moshe S. song and was just released on the Moshe S. tribute album, the Moshe S. The yes Legacy, performed there by Gershon Vrobo. Here was performed also by Gershon Vrobo, released as a free single. Go to Vrobo.net and you can both you can get both songs free, both Little David and Mimkomcha, or go to MostlyMusic.com and you can get it there free too. So without further ado, Little David. Originally composed by Moshe S. The single on the one and only NachumSiegel.com. <laughs> story of a little David who stood at just five foot high. A one rock from a slingshot made old Goliath die. People came from miles around just to shake his hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. I said, amen. Oh, hallelujah. The prophets all say it's true. You can do anything on earth under heaven that you set your mind to do. I said, amen. Oh, hallelujah. With heaven as your helping hand. You see, it's not the size of the man on the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. Here we go now. Jericho was mighty strong with the walls up to the sky. Joshua was up against ten to one. He didn't bat an eye. He blew the ram's horn seven times and circled around the town. And the people of Jericho hit the road as the walls come and tumbling down. I said, Amen. Oh, hallelujah. The 
it's true. You can do anything on earth, under heaven, that you set your mind to. I said, I said, amen. Oh, hallelujah. With heaven as your helping hand. You see, it's not the size of the man in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the man. Take it, boys. Do 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 
from the Mesharim Choir after a brand new album Chaim Blumenfeld presents Mesharim Choir Vocal Classics Volume 3 featuring Mesharim Choir and solos and the MK Boys Choir great album great material I gotta tell you the top songs from Avram Fried Shweki Karlbach Lipa Schmelzer Gertner Tysik Levine Benny Friedman Yidl Werdiger really is, it's, it's just amazing what they have it's, it's, I don't know, 29 or 30 selections available now from TopJewishMusic.com. And I say pick it up. Why not? You only have a certain amount of days a cappella. While we're waiting for Executive Assistant of Rami to get back to us with a winner, next up is Esponecha from the YBC a cappella album Amen, 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 Amen. And you are tuned into the one and only NachumSiegel.com. Yeah. 
Coldwag, and more. Here is Kanye Kanes, a brand new song off the album, featuring both Bitachon and 613, and you are listening to NachumSiegel.com. <laughs>
single you can download on iTunes. That's from Choni G, the winner of A Jewish Star. Of course, released his uh, debut single a few months ago. Uh, that song is a combination of Schindler's List and Ani Mamet. And that Choni G released as a video and just put it up on iTunes the other day. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Sorry we didn't get to all the acapella we were supposed to play. We will get to it all next week because acapella season is not over. Keep it tuned here to great, more great programming on the Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure to tune in as often as you can. I believe Nachum is going into a cappella mode tomorrow, right, CK? Mm-hmm. Next up on Wednesday is the spin class. Politics with Michael Fragan. Of course, if you're listening to this on Sunday, nothing's next. We end the Sunday lineup. So, till next week, Yossi Zweig wishing you a great week. And keep it tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network for more great programming. See you report.